0: Strength, speed, power, all things Dexan Athletics. Welcome to the Iron Dread Podcast. Here's your host, strength and conditioning
1: coach, And we're back here, folks, live to record on the Iron Dread Podcast. Another week in the books for the Iron Dread program. A little bit of a rough week for us with finals week this week. And attendance, but we'll talk about that in our Iron Dread Report. This week, we have part two of our interview with head football coach and physical education teacher at Kingston High School in Kingston, New York, my good buddy, Mr. Quentin Johnson. I uh, hope you really enjoyed part one with Quentin last week, and I think you're going to enjoy part two with him as well. So let's jump right in. Let's jump right in first to our Iron Dread Report. What? we So this week's Iron Dread Report sponsored by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Uh, We are here talking about this week in the Iron Dread program again. Rough week. Uh, Rough week for us numbers wise with the finals week going on for the end of the first semester. Um, My hats off to those kids that made it a point to commit to themselves and get into the weight room uh, and get their training sessions in. And we preach to the kids, we want you to do as good as you possibly can on your exams. Uh, We are not the type of athletic coaches that look past academics. We fully realize that our role here at the school is to encourage academic success through sport. Uh, But some kids, we do believe, making a little bit of an excuse, uh, they could come in, in our opinion, they could come in and get their training session in and really use it as a mental break From all the studying that they're doing. We ask the kids to come in at most three sessions for 15 minutes each. That's all we ask of these kids each and every week. So we feel that they should stay committed and they should get in there. So again, we won't harp on it for too long, but our, our hats are off to the kids that made it a point to get in and get all their sessions in this week and get the job done and stay committed. From a training standpoint, we continued box squatting this week. Our our form in the box squat is really starting to improve. We're starting to see a lot of kids having a lot more success with it uh, than the free squat as far as keeping our bodies in the right position and getting to the point that we want to get within the lift. Um, And we're also seeing a lot of strength gains going up as they get better and better with the movement. Uh, This week, we look to continue. As we uh, slowly progress our way into a conjugate-style training system, uh, we're working our way there. So, that's about it for the Iron Dread Report this week. Let's jump now into our weekly recap. Sound the horn! Looking at this past week in Iron Dread Athletics, we'll start on Tuesday, the 23rd of this week. We had our girls and boys basketball teams in action against Ipsilani High School. We had our boys uh, come away with a 55-47 win over the Ipsy Grizzlies. Uh, our freshman girls basketball team, we also had a score reported in for them of a score of forty nine to twenty two over Ipsy and they actually played the game on the twenty fifth, Thursday of of the week. They had a postponement and uh, they went out there and got the win against the Grizzlies. On Wednesday the twenty fourth, wrestling was in action and they beat Skyline by a score of fifty four to twenty four. Uh, Thursday the twenty fifth, J V Boys a basketball and girls basketball played Pinckney. We have no scores to report for them. Friday the 26th, both our varsity teams, girls and boys in action against Pinckney High School. Uh, the girls came away with a 44-27 uh, losing effort. Uh, the boys, however, continue their hot streak with another win, moving into first place in SEC White with a 69-55 win over the Pinckney Pirates. Uh, We missed one score back on Tuesday, the 23rd. Hockey squared off against Celine and came away with a 3-2 score and a losing effort for them. Hockey also squared off against Skyline. Another tough night on the ice for our Iron Dread hockey players uh, with a 5-3 loss. On a side note, before we conclude our weekly recap here, uh, Crank It Up DJ service had the Pleasure of playing the school dance, the winter dance last, well, this past Saturday night, uh, the 27th, and really enjoyed getting out there and getting to see a lot of our Iron Dread athletes having a good time in the commons. Uh, The dance was put on by student council. We had about 350 students show up. Many of them are Iron Dread athletes, so it was cool to see them out there and dressed up in their semi-formal best and having a good time, so we, uh, from Crank It Up DJ Service, To all of our Iron Dread athletes listening and all of our listeners and students that attended the dance, thank you. It was a great time. And uh, we hope to do another one again for you soon. Now, let's jump into this coming week and our upcoming games that we have on the schedule. We'll start with Tuesday the 30th. We have all our girls teams for basketball will be home against Celine. All our boys teams will be on the road playing Celine on Tuesday the 30th. Wednesday, the 31st, wrestling is going to be at South Lion East. Hockey will be home against Jackson United. Uh, we go, This is Teacher Appreciation Night for the boys hockey team. So we will, uh, yours truly will be in attendance for Teacher Appreciation Night and support the boys ice hockey team. Thursday, the 1st, we have freshman girls basketball at home versus Alvet. And the... Boys and girls JV teams will be at uh, playing Stockbridge this week on Thursday in basketball. Friday the 2nd, JV Wrestling will be at a tournament at Ypsilanti Lincoln. And Saturday the 3rd, our cheer team will be traveling to Monroe for a competition. And hockey will be home at Vets Ice Arena, squaring off against Kalamazoo. And that is the week that was, and the week ahead and Iron Dread Athletics. We'll take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be back with part two of our interview with head football coach, Kingston High School, Kingston, New York, my good friend, Quentin Johnson. The Iron Dread podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ service and line dance instruction available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com dot com for booking information.
0: So crank it up! Put some of that party in my cup. Y'all, I'm dancing with a girl up on the flatbed. She hotter than a cherry on a Marlboro Red. Wow! Weekends come and we can't get enough. So crank it up!
1: So here we are, jumping right back in with our interview with head football coach, Kingston High School, Quentin Johnson. Here it is, part two. Uh, so obviously, all our Dexter listeners, right, they, they, don't, they don't know you uh, from Adam. but uh, They've been listening to you for the last 26 minutes. Uh, but hopefully we'll get some listeners in Kingston as well. But sure. anything interesting that people may not know about you?
2: Um, that's a good question. Um, one of the things I think, uh, that when people ask me that, I always say, well, uh, I'm, I'm really involved in my church. So I go to church. Uh, I'm, I'm a deacon at my church, which means that, uh, basically you just help people. Um, you know, you help with day-to-day stuff. Like if, if, um, you know, if something needs to be done, you know, you, you call one of us or, um, actually a big part of it is it's actually, which I think is, is great for coaching and teaching is really, it's about being a servant. So if, You know, if if something needs to be done, if somebody needs some help, if somebody's sick or if somebody, you know, needs you to bring them food or or whatever it is, uh, that's where the deacons come in. And we, you know, we help with those things. So um, I think that's something if you if you you know me, you might know that about me. But if you don't, uh, if you just saw me walking around, you you probably wouldn't you know, you wouldn't really know that. So that's usually the biggest thing that I I tell people. Uh, Other than that, I really just go to work every day. I go to school and I go to practice, and then I come home, so there's <laughs> too much, not too much interest about me other than that, you know, but church is, you know, as you know, personally, been a big part of my life, and I, another, you know, the, the number one reason why I am kind of who I am, and um, those things are important to me, and, and, you know, I don't take that for granted, so, um, you know, like I said, I, every day, <clears throat> you know, I try and do some type of a reflection on that, um, you know, and, and how important those things are for me, but um, you know, I, 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 help as many people as I can, you know, whether, whether they're involved in church or not, you know, it's, it's about helping people. Um, and that's a great lesson to take as a teacher and as a coach and as anybody, a person, you want to help as many people as you can. So that's something, you know, I guess that, that if, if you don't know me, you could, you could kind of think maybe it was interesting that I'm a deacon at church, which really just means if you come in, to my church, and you don't even have to come in; and be anywhere. But if you came to my church, I'd be one of the people to come over and say hello, and what can we do for you? Can I pray for you? Can I um, help you? Can I help you walk to your car? Anything like that? So,
1: yeah, I mean that that was when I when I looked at you know my questions I was going to ask you beforehand. I, w- I was hoping that 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 would be something that you would get to because we have quite a few kids too in our area that are very very involved in their church and i would i like to i would like them to hear that you know there are, are a lot of other people that are involved in that too and that's you know that's a really good thing because i think it's a rarity these days that we see uh kids being being servant leaders like like you you are with your church and, and going and serving others and and working to, you know to help people you know and it doesn't even have to just be a religious thing you know uh in order to you know to lead if we want to be leaders as coaches we got to first uh know how to serve right
2: Right. And that's, that's the number one thing. So there's times where I say, ah, you know, maybe I don't feel like this, maybe i don't like that. And I stop and I say, all right, Hey man, if I'm going to be a leader, then I got to be able to serve others or, you know, I, I can't lead you where I'm not willing to go. So sometimes i um, you know, I'm the one who gets down and scrubs the floor. That's okay. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and I think that's great in teaching and coaching because I think sometimes, um, especially like you said, with so many kids and when you turn the TV on and you see stuff and you see guys banging on their chest and it's all about me, it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't, you know? So hopefully, you know, the more they hear and they, you know, from people like you and me and other people, they can say, Hey, you know what? I can still be a competitor. I can still work hard. You know, I can still be tough, but I don't have to be a jerk. I don't have to be rude to people. I can be kind, you know, when I'm off the court or off the field and I can help other people, you know, but when I'm in between the lines or I'm in the pool or I'm doing whatever my you know I'm in the circle for wrestling. I'm doing whatever my sport is, you know and then then it's time to you know to compete and and be fierce absolutely
1: absolutely for sure for sure that's some good stuff coach that's some good stuff I hope these kids uh these kids pick up on that and because that's the truth uh so moving moving on now um one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on on the podcast is because. You in Kingston and the Kingston High School program are going through a very similar situation here uh, as to what we are in, in Dexter. Uh, we took over, you know, Coach Jacobs, Phil Jacobs is our head coach. Um, he came in and he's responsible for bringing yours truly in to, uh, to Dexter. And we're in the process of trying to turn around a you know, winless football team and a struggling football team that has been struggling for quite a while. Um, And we have got a lot of great kids here, but, you know, they they need to be led. They need to be turned around. And you're going through a similar thing. Uh, So maybe we could just talk to uh, some of the challenges that you're seeing in getting kids uh, to come out for your team and getting getting it turned around and some of the things you're going through, because I'm sure we're going through the same.
2: One of the biggest things that I think that um – that anybody would find that we're fun is, um, it, it's the change of the culture. So, uh, you know, our school for the last quite a few years has struggled, you know, I'd say probably the last five years has been a struggle last three or 4 I've been, have been pretty significantly down. Um, so, you know, what happens is, I I believe that, um, you know, that's where the culture, the culture kicks in. So kids, don't, they're not used to seeing winning. They're not used to seeing the effort in the weight room. They're not used to seeing the competition in practice. They're not used to seeing the way you carry yourself. They're not used to seeing, you know, all these things that translate over into competing and into winning. So one of the biggest things um, that I found in in our process here, you know, after finishing our first season, excuse me, this past fall was that, you know, getting guys to compete so, you know, as well as I know, I man. every day you come out there to practice and you're going to have your good days and your bad days, but you have to compete. You know, every day you're in the weight room, you have to compete. Uh, I think one of the biggest changes in cultures is, is the status quo. So, you know, I'm just going to come in, I'm going to do, we've got three lifts, I'm going to do three lifts. And when it's over, I'm going to put my headphones on and walk out. You know, there, there's got to be that, that grind and there's got to be that, that desire to compete and to get better. And one of the things that I tell, uh, our kids and and, guys, and our players is, you know, if you sit in the gym and you're running on the treadmill next to you, I'm competing with you and you don't even know it. If you're going, if you're at a six incline, I'm going to turn mine up to seven and I'm going to compete. You know, if you're at a, you know, a, a 3.5 speed, I'm going to turn up to 3.6 and it's just all about competing. And you know, that's really the change in the culture. If you can com- create a, you know, a competitive culture, and that's in everything to do. If you're running, I tell a story, and you know, um, as well as I know, and he may even be listening, great. You know, we were in college. You know, I was behind an All-American um, my first two years, and every time we ran in a sprint, every time we did anything, I was competing with him. If he, if he ran it in 10 seconds, I wanted to try and get it in 9 or 8. So uh, the, the hardest part about the culture, I think, is, is – that's something that's understood, you know, when you have the right culture and you have the right, um, you know, things in place, you're used to that, you know? So one of the things that I'm finding with us is that, you know, the, the, the competitive piece, it, it wasn't always there. And, and, you know, I had a team this year, um, you know, we, the year before, I think, uh, you know, the, the last two out of the last three years, you know, before this year, we're winless season, so. Uh, if you come in, you know, you're a senior, you're a junior, um, you don't really know what it's like to win, to to give it your all and find the joy of coming out on top. You know, all you really know is, Hey, this is just what I'm used to feeling. We're down 10 points. We're down eight points. We're down. And it just after a while starts to feel all the same. So um, I, I think this, this past year, Uh, We actually finished out on a little two-game win streak, which was nice. Um, But I think the kids started to figure out that, hey, you know, if we compete and and we learn how to win and we earn how to win, you know, earn the right to win, then I think that's how you start to turn the corner. And I also think that's how um, you start to get more people involved is that they look at it and they see something they want to be a part of. Now, whether that's wins or losses, it's they look and they see a disciplined team and they see kids who carry themselves you know, with pride and kids who enjoy what they're doing. That's the number one thing. If you look out and you see a football team, hopefully at practice, you know, like I said, there's good days and bad days, but especially a game, you should see kids out there having fun. And man, I want to be a part of that is one of our professors in college used to say the best show in town. So, you know, one of the things with us is not going to be the best show in town. I want it to be when you about football, when you think about football, when you hear anything about football, it's the best show in town. We're gonna to have the best workouts. We're gonna have best seven on sevens we're gonna have the best you know we're gonna run the best routes we're gonna have the best run plays we're gonna have the best pass plays we're gonna have the best band to play you know we really really want to just be the best show in town and i think that's how you start to get people to, to take notice to what you're doing and they want to be a part of it because at the end of the day it's all about acceptance it's all about being a part of something and um society is making it and i think culture is making it that you know if 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 you know the group going over this way. You know it used to be like, well, you know, I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. I can stand on my own. But I think now more and more it's turning into, oh, I gotta follow the group, whether it's right or wrong. So, you know, if we can get, <clears throat> excuse me, if we can get the culture to, to, to be one that's competitive, and if we can get people to think on their own and, and to encourage each other and do things like that, I think we're really gonna have a you know a good chance. We got some great, we got great athletes, we got great coaches. And we really have a great community. I mean, I, I have to say this. You know, we, we this program has struggled over the last couple of years. And, and, you know, we come out on a Friday night and you look up there and there's still people in the stands. There's still people in their cars parked watching the games. There's still people cheering. There's still people, you know, contributing in many, many ways, whether it's financially, whether it's um, their time, whether it's their talents. Um, people just in in our Kingston community. I have to just give them all the credit because they continually support this program, and as a result, you know it's it's our duty to you know to go out and compete and, and to to give back to them. So you pour into us, and then on Friday night when we go out and compete, we're pouring back into those people you know who are supporting us. So um, it, it's definitely hard when when the culture is one that's you know you're not used to seeing what winning looks like you know we actually had a situation uh this year where we we won you know our first game in in quite some time and you know i I think you know during the game we kind of lost sight of um you know what it what what winning is supposed to look like and what it's supposed to feel like and i take 100 percent of credit uh for that because i have to do a better job teaching that and coaching that uh but we were in a game and we were winning it and all of a sudden i looked around and i was like whoa it doesn't feel like we're winning because there's a lot of penalties because there's a lot of, um, things that are going on that are taken away from, you know, working hard and winning and and, and playing to win. So, um, the following week we went out and we played another game and and, and we won that game. Um, and it was just like a whole different field. I mean, the kids were excited, but they weren't, you know, overly, they weren't bragging. They weren't brash about it. It was, you know, it was definitely, you could see just in that one week, okay, Hey, they're learning how to win. You know, and I think we're, we're going to carry that with us into the off season. You know, we'll carry that forward moving next year. But I'm very excited. Um, you know, the only thing that would make me more excited is if, if you were involved. <laughs> um, but but you know, you're doing some good things. But you know, I think we got some some good things in place, and uh, it's going to be fun. I'm glad. You know, I'm I'm glad i got to be you know i don't take it lightly you know the person who um that's a big task and it's a big honor to hey you know we're going to trust you with this program that that means the world to me so um what keeps me up and it is making sure that that you know i do right by it and i do right by the kids and and by you know the community
1: um absolutely i mean you said it i mean the culture is something that we're preaching to our kids and getting that turned around and. we're setting things up to change that culture. Part of this whole Iron Dread program is to change the culture of athletics at our school uh, where it is, we we have a very strong academic building. Our kids are are extremely intelligent. They score well on their tests. They go to great schools for academics, you know, and we have some athletic teams that are very successful, but the culture of winning, um, we, we want that to go through not only just our football program, but through our entire athletics program, through the Iron Dread program. And we teach that in the weight room. Um, and, and you said, I mean, there's so many comparisons um, to, to Dexter, to Kingston. And, and that's why I wanted to have you on because, you know, we still have you know, our stands for football games filled. And we've not won a game in three years you know, um the kids, what you mentioned about the kids feeling, you know, learning how to win and the the feelings that they feel all of a sudden when something starts to go bad um, and they're starting to feel that and kind of, oh, here we go again. You know, we're going to, we're down by six, we're down by 12. We're down. You know, I know our kids live that this year and we're trying to, you know, where your guys – you know kind of made that that jump in season and your guys got that win we're not quite there yet but hey we're, we're working towards it and uh and yeah i mean you said it and, hey and you um you outed me here one of the things i tell my my kids in the weight room and my kids in health and wellness class and sports exercise health science is hey i'm up here to be the best show in town absolutely old, old uh, doug, doug collier uh there my name the, you great know, he, I got that. I got that from him, and I I pass that along to uh, to kids, you know, to my to the kids at uh, at, at my school. So I ho- hopefully uh, they don't think I'm some sort of farce here. All right, guys, listen, uh, <laughs> coaches coaches and teachers to uh, borrow stuff if you will from other influences all the time. So I still am the best show in town. And to quote Tom Lachlan, you know, it's the best 60 minutes of their day when they come into my health and wellness class. Or when they come into that weight room, right?
2: Well, what I like to say is there's not one original idea I have. Everything I have has been either stolen or borrowed, and, you know, that's that's the way it goes. And Anything in, 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 in sports and life, even just to, to digress a little, but even if you start thinking about, you know, this stuff with the spread offense and all this sort of stuff, which seems right now like, oh, this is the hot thing. You know, the Bills were running this in the 90s, you know, the early 90s when yep. they went to all the Super Bowls. The Bills were running a spread. And if you go back to the even, you know, I want to say like the late 60s or 70s, you know, teams were running a spread. And then it went, you know, more traditional with the power. So everything is, is recycled. So um, if I if I say anything, I you know, if you're listening and you ever hear me say anything, just assume I got it from someone. Else.
1: Yep. <laughs> that, that's the <a> truth. That's <laughs> the truth. We, we learn we learned from all those. All those influences, you know, and we've had we've had a ton of great ones in our in our lives for oh, sure. Absolutely, um, and I, I really the, the head coach uh, that that I get to work with, you know, we our head coach here, Phil Jacobs, is he's an experienced guy, and I'm gonna tell you what, you know, I'm I'm learning stuff from him every single day. We you know, we interact together a lot, and, you know. He's given me the keys to the strength program. Uh, he's run strength programs before. And he's kind of trusted me, and he's given me the keys and he kind of him and I are always kind of bouncing ideas off each other and I, I'm learning stuff from him all the time and uh he's uh he's one of those he's a guy he's a guy like us you know that's going to you know do what's right by the kids and and get the kids the best possible uh situation they can be in so he's 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 a good guy and uh, I'm learning from him a lot.
2: Well, and that's you know, and and that you know, and I got to say, hats off to him for for being that, and hats off to you because uh, some people have those role models. And uh, first of all, some people they get in those positions and and they become, you know, kind of self-serving. Uh, and then secondly, some people get a great chance to learn from other people, and and they don't. They they want to think about, well, if it was me in charge, I would do it this way instead. You know, and that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous slippery slope. Oh, so
1: yeah, we've seen you know, that.
2: Sure. This, this is obviously my, you know, my first experience, you know, as a head coach at the varsity level. And, you know, especially football is everybody knows how delicate that can be. And, you know, the, the amount of, of preparation and micromanaging that goes into it. Um, but I, I can confidently say, you know, when I was an assistant, anything I did was like, Hey, if the head coach wants or needs it, that's what I'm going to do, you know? So, uh, and now that I've kind of I'm wearing the, the other hat now, you know, I, I'm. I try to be, and I hope I'm doing a good job. But I try to be very conscious of including, you know, and and, and bouncing ideas off. And at the end of the day, you know, it's it's going to come down to you know a decision that I have to make. But you know, let's talk about it. Let's 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 put all of our hats together and let's make it a community thing. You know, between my coaches, and, you know, and, and everybody in the program. So,
1: absolutely. The only thing I can't get from Coach Jacobs is to get him to come on the Iron Dread podcast. I got the head coach. I got the head coach from (laughs) Kingston High School all the way in New York to be on the Iron Dread podcast. But I can't get Coach Jacobs, Phil Jacobs, our head coach at Dexter High School, to, uh, to come here on the Iron Dread podcast. So I'm ousting him again publicly on the Iron Dread podcast, Phil Jacobs, Head football coach Dexter High School. We need to get you on the podcast, and we need to get you on here soon. So maybe after he Sounds listens to uh, to your interview, uh, I'll be able to to uh, get him
2: to get get here on the show. Sounds like he might be a pencil and paper kind of guy. Uh,
1: he he he's a he is. Um, we joke a lot about technology um, sure. with him because uh, there's some stuff that he's really good at with technology. He you know he's very active on on Twitter uh, at Coach Jacob sixteen. This is his uh, handle for all the listeners that don't follow him already. Um, But a very good word processors and whatnot. But sometimes, you know, technology things, talking on a podcast. I don't know if that's his game. But all right, Coach. Well, I won't uh, take up too much more of your Sunday here. We got uh, we got the Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings going on right now. They're about to go to halftime. Twenty one seven Philadelphia. As I look over, look over at my uh, TV here. Um, yeah, gotta play sixty minutes. Mike. Oh yeah, sixty minutes or more, whatever it takes. That's Rocco right. Salamone. That's right. Um, all uh, all we have left here, coach, is uh, your social media handles. If you know, our listeners in Dexter, uh, if they want to keep up with Kingston High School and keep up with you and and follow what you're doing after they've they've spent some time learning about you and uh, what you're doing. Uh, what what uh, social media platforms and handles can we direct uh, direct those kids towards?
2: Sure, that, that's great. Um, if you're listening and you want to follow, we would love that. Uh, our Twitter uh, account is at um, KHS football, so uh, it's at KHS football. Uh, you can find you can find our football Twitter there. Uh, we also have an Instagram page, um, Kingston Tigers. So it's Kingston Tigers. Now, I want to say there's two Kingston Tigers Instagram pages. So if it helps, the one that we're using is we've just started it. So there's probably only eight or nine, you know, pictures or so. So if there's one with a whole bunch of stuff, that's not ours. We're the ones um, with a little bit less. So um, hopefully that helps. So Twitter at KHSFootball, and then our Instagram is Kingston Tigers.
1: Okay. And I'll, I'll share that, that information out. I always put it in the show notes. And uh, anybody uh, that is looking to find and keep up with Coach Johnson and, and the Kingston High School Tigers, you, know, you can find links to their pages uh, right, right through me. I, I, I follow both, uh, both pages on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And for any of our listeners back home in Kingston, looking to um, stay up with us here in, in Dexter, we are uh, at iron Dread underscore SC for our Iron Dread program on both Instagram and Twitter and yours truly at Coach underscore Whitaker on Twitter and at Coach underscore Whitaker 66 on Instagram. Um, the Iron Dread program also has a Snapchat I'm getting all these social medias going here, Coach. You know, got to got to keep the kids uh, engaged with the social media platforms.
2: I gotta I gotta take gotta follow your lead and uh, and get a little more social media savvy. I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm okay, but I got to get some Snap going and some other stuff. And
1: yeah, the kids are all about that that Instagram and uh, and Snapchat out here. I saw a lot more kids in Kingston be involved in Twitter than I see out here, but. Uh, out here, we're, we're a lot of Instagrammers and a lot of Snapchatters, but we we get it going. So, Coach, I thank you very much for your time. I won't uh, I won't keep you too much longer. Uh, again, thank you very much for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed the experience. I know I did. And it's always great getting to sit down and talk to one of my best friends about what we love to do and you know coaching and teaching and strength and conditioning and football and you know things that we've uh, we've been talking about for years since the days of riding the track practice at Kingston high school and riding back and forth to the Brockport jamming to, you know, little big towns, boondocks and little John legend. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. When yes. I when I tell the kids at school that I know the words to, you know, ordinary people by John legend, they all look at me like, Oh, how do you know that song? I say, hey, my buddy Quentin Johnson taught me the words to that song.
2: <laughs> hey, well, I want to thank you for having me and, and you're doing great work. And, and like I said, Whatever you're doing, I'm I'm not far from your coattails because I know you're going to do it the right way. And uh, if you're listening and you're following and, and you know, you're not sure, let me tell you, you got a great coach, You got a great teacher here and listen to everything he says and you're going to be all right. So thank you for having me. And, and I really appreciate it.
1: Uh-huh. I appreciate that, coach. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you real
2: soon. OK, sounds good. Thanks a lot.
1: Right. Bye bye. And there you have it, folks, our part two interview with head football coach, Kingston High School, Quentin Johnson. I'd like to thank Quentin again for giving his time to record this podcast. I hope both part one and part two were enjoyable experiences for everyone who listened. I hope you made a connection or a small connection with Quentin, because uh, I believe he is one of the truly uh, great human beings on this earth, and he's been... Uh, He's out there and he's working hard to help improve his community and help teach kids and motivate kids um, through athletics uh, and physical education. So it wouldn't be an episode of the IDP without our Weight Room Song of the Week. And since we played Quentin's pick for Weight Room Song of the Week in part one, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, we're going to jump into a song off of my personal workout playlist when I'm banging and clanging weights in the Iron Dread weight room early in the morning before any of the kids show up. Uh, Here's one that I like. Song of the Week. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week coming off of my personal playlist is Born for Greatness from the band Papa Roach and their album Born for Greatness. This is a great tune. Love Papa Roach of Love Papa Roach for many years, uh, ever since their big hit Last Resort came out. But this is one of their new ones called Born for Greatness. Crank it up.
0: We were one for greatness. Ooh. We're, born for greatness. <laughs> we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they say that I'm reckless, because I'm relentless. They spit on my face and crush on my name and taking my life in vengeance. Yeah, you can try and blame us and try and take what's sacred. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. Somebody sound the alarm. Fire was set in the dark. It's that you know. No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness.
1: And there you have it. Born for Greatness from Papa Roach is our weight room song of the week this week. Remember, you can catch that song and every weight room song of the week song on our spotify playlist just search out iron dread weight room song of the week playlist or find it in the show notes or any of our social media pages where you can listen to that song and all of our weight room songs of the week so folks that's about all we have for this week's show uh one more announcement before we go iron dread gear Uh, some of you may have noticed that on the social media pages this week if you follow that there are some vinyl stickers that have been made with our Iron Dread logo. Uh, We are working on getting Iron Dread shirts, shorts, long-sleeve shirts, vinyl stickers. Uh, We're looking to do an order in the very near future, uh, utilizing our very own GraphX company right at Dexter High School. Um, Mr. Stockwell runs his GraphX class and student's are making items and learning about graphic design and i thought that if we're gonna do gear we might as well support uh, our in-house operation and go through them so be looking out uh, in the very near future for iron dread gear orders and we'll get our gear order forms in and we'll get us some uh, sweet iron gear iron dread gear to rock in the weight room and in the hallways and out in the world so That's about all we have for this week's IDP. We'll see you, or you'll hear us, again next Sunday. Same time, same place, same network. But until then, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We're on a quest to become dread stronger. Until next time, I'm Chris Whitaker, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread podcast each and every week via SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to have new episodes automatically downloaded into the device of your choosing each and every week. Please leave a five-star rating and review and help support the show. Thank you for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, and we'll see you next time.